This is the story of the events that took place round Fatty's 40th birthday in the summer of 1979, when Fatty paid his first visit to Ireland. This trip was Betty's birthday present to her husband, who had long talked about an Irish holiday, but who had never seemed to find the time to organise one. Like Betty, Fatty considered himself every bit as Irish as he was American. His credentials for this identity were impeccable. Not only was there his name, which was quintessentially Irish, but he could also point to the exact identity of the Irish forebear who had decided that enough was enough. This was his grandfather, also called Cornelius Patrick O'Leary, or Corny P. O'Leary, as he became known, who had emigrated from an obscure corner of County Tipperary to establish the family home in Fayetteville four years before the outbreak of the First World War. Arkansas, with its abundant supplies of timber, was an ideal place for the furniture factory that Corny set up. He had gone to America to get away from everything that he regarded as being wrong with Ireland. Persistent rain, congenitally arrogant Anglo-Irish gentry, and a legion of squabbling relatives. Freed of Ireland, he became enthusiastically more Irish than ever before, and set to the establishing of a modest dynasty of O'Leary's centred upon the rambling, double-storey house, Tipperary View, that he built in the centre of Fayetteville. It was not at all clear why he should have called the house this. It never had much of a view, and certainly not one of Tipperary, from which it was separated by three thousand miles of ocean and a considerable slice of the American continent. But, as Fatty once remarked to Betty, we see what we want to see in this life— and it was undoubtedly true that if his grandfather had dreamed of seeing anything, it would have been those soft and distant Irish hills. As Fatty's birthday approached, a visit to Ireland had not been the first possibility Betty explored. She had looked into the feasibility of a week or two in Honolulu, but had decided that Fatty would probably dislike this. Neither of them particularly took to crowds and busy hotels, and she was sure that they would find both of these in Hawaii. Besides, she knew that a trip to Ireland would enable Fatty to seek out the ancestral farm from which the original Cornelius O'Leary had set forth on the fateful day in July 1910. It was possible that there were still O'Learys there, and to locate some distant relatives would be a bonus. Fatty was proud of the O'Leary family and would be delighted to make contact with any Irish cousins who might still be lurking in Tipperary. Betty was more cautious. She wondered what sort of unenterprising people would choose to remain in Ireland when they could easily have left the country, even if only to take the ferry to Liverpool. Well, they would soon find out, and if the Irish relatives proved to be at all, at all embarrassing, they could be left right there. If, on the other hand, they were promising, they might be persuaded to emigrate, as Betty assumed that all sensible Irish people had either already emigrated to America, or were at least actively contemplating doing so. Indeed, it was quite surprising that anybody remained there at all, other than those few needed to act as curators. Fatty was enthusiastic when he heard that Betty had booked the flights. They were to fly to Dallas.